This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday episode, Mary Catherine Ham Finds Love Again, and the Thursday episode, Kevin's Cookies, Tony's Encore, Allison's Face. Now, what some of you may not know is that this is little Rafi's last BFF that he will be recording from Denver, Colorado. He's making the big move over to California, and to commemorate his long, long trip, I made a special long, long intro for you all to enjoy. If you don't feel like enjoying a long intro, it's about four minutes long. Go ahead and skip ahead. If not, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Bon voyage, Cali Rafi. California, here I come. I'm coming right back where I started from. Strictly for the weather, women and the weed, sticky green, no seeds, bitch, please. Papa ain't soft, dead up in the hood, ain't no love lost. Getting back to Cali, styling, profiling, smiling, and smiling, while in the sun. The top is down on the black Corvette, and it's fly cause it's sitting on beat. California love on the west side, thank God for the weed women in the sunshine. I'm gonna Southern California got me right in a reason to ignore Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. ASAP Rafi, a.k.a. Henny Loggins. I am drinking out of my Henny Loggins glass. 
And I'm unemployed, Lisa, so it's time to <laughs> hit the sauce. You know what? What better way to add to the population of California than another unemployed human? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I need to know? Are you excited? Are you? N- I'm fucking nervous for you because you're moving this weekend. And I, it's a huge move. And I am like, like, uh, are you freaking out? Are you just like chill? Like, what the hell? Tell me. Uh, You know, it's hard to say. I was somewhat nervous up until yesterday when I talked with Megan on the phone. That would be super fan Megan at Zanera Park, if you're not familiar. And uh, I, after our little chat, really, really put my mind at ease. So... For now, I feel fine. Did she put you at ease by telling you about all the nice benches that you could sleep on when you moved to L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because one of those benches happens to be in her apartment. So I'll be I'll be homeless, but I'll be getting a shack up with Maggie Pooh for a bit. We're going to get some uh, matching jammies and uh, we'll be in our bunk beds. And that's where you can find me. Oh my god, that is precious. I really want this to happen. And in my mind, it is happening. <laughs> I'm just so excited. So you're moving on November 3rd? Is that what you, is that this Sunday? So I might push it out a day or two because mm. there are still some people I want to say goodbye to. Uh, but in my mind, <laughs> up here, Lisa, I'm already gone. <laughs> now that I know. Speaking of things you need to do before you leave. Do you have any shout outs? Just to Maggie Poo and Lauren and I guess Dr. Jen. Oh, you know what? (laughs) To Dr. Jen's daughter who serenaded me via ukulele. Uh, I'm not going to say any names. I know how Dr. Jen is uh, very secretive. Much like yourself. Well, my shout outs are to Brittany. Miss you. Love you. Shout out to David Honey Huntsberger for sending me some uh, a cool drawing in the mail since I am a Patreon subscriber. He every once in a while just send out little fun things and I got a little piece of artwork from him. So that's nice. Shout out to Jay Inslee and Whitney and to Dr. Jen. I Last week I mixed up Ojai and Idlewild. The uh, dog that is the mayor is actually Idlewell, not Ojai. And, you know, we all know how I am with maps. And those are actually pretty close, I think. (laughs) It's the same state. Well, no one can blame you. We know that you like to drink. (laughs) I'm drinking uh, Bulletproof Coffee today. That's going to be a carb I'm going to send in next week. Also, shout out to Bruce by Dawn, Scott Marquez, Tamara Holler, Ulysses, Ray Morgan, Bex, Sadie Rose, and of course, our little Miss Mushroom, Lauren Champignon Kelly. And I think that's it for now. Should we talk about Monday? I think we should. All right. Okay. So Mary Catherine Ham was a fucking breath of fresh air compared to last week's Monday episode. But, you know, I really shouldn't compare the two, but it was quite nice to listen to somebody that was dealt a shit storm of a hand and responding with rainbows instead of, you know, she's just uh, she's just a very positive person for all the tragedy that she's had to, to endure. And when she talked about the fact that her daughter that she was pregnant with when her husband died was almost four. And she was saying that everyone feels like it just happened. It does feel like it just happened. And that's crazy that four years has passed already. Yeah, I I was uh, thinking about this as I re-listened that I like when people like Mary Catherine come back on because the familiarity with Allison leads to like a more natural conversation. Not that interview type interviews aren't good but we you can get a dud like that but when it's someone that she's she knows that well like that's why i think jenna should be on and hopefully she will be because then it's just them chatting and having a good time as opposed to allison you know working to get an interview out of someone Right. And she does such a good job of it. But you're right. I do like that familiarity. It's much it does feel like a friend's in in town. 
and you're just catching up. And I love the idea of Jenna being on. And I know Allison's not a big Skype person because she likes quality. But you know what? Take a take a note out of our book <laughs> or a page. Uh, it doesn't have to be quality, right? <laughs> Uh, I feel like the majority of podcasts out there are on board with this. So, I mean, if I, I don't think Allison should do Skype, actually, especially if it's like with Jenna. But I mean, if there's like some guest who lives somewhere that she can't get to that that's the only way to get them, then maybe. But who knows? Yeah, I think she, she needs to open up a little bit to that. But but yeah, I, I, I mean, she has a great show, so. I mean, that's why we're here, right? So Mary is getting married and it's always strange to me. And I know it's not something that I've ever had to deal with. So it's strange to me because I haven't had to deal with it. But after when you're a widower and then you move on, that whole transition to me, luckily, I've never had to wrap my mind around it. And I know a lot of people give people that have lost people like when Patton Oswalt lost his wife he got married 18 months later and everybody i mean i saw tweets that he he got that were just like seriously like and they're and he's just like yeah i guess i should just never be happy again you know like thanks thanks for the negatives you know but i can't wrap my mind around it but that being said i've not had to go through it and it must be crazy to be excited about something that came out of something so negative you know because you're getting married again because your husband's dead and like that I, that I don't know. It sounds like a real mind fuck to me, but it just sounds like she found a great, another great guy. Way to go, Mary! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, someone that is willing to take on your kids and take on you and your life, and he sounds like he's a great partner for her. And I'm just really happy for her. I think it's really, really cool. Yeah. Not only did she find a second great guy, he's not only younger than she is. Apparently, he's a smoke show. <laughs> Thanks to Mary and Lil Rafi for naming the show. The way he proposed to her. Yeah. And, he, and since he's not like a, a public person, so maybe we won't get to see what he looks like. But I'd like to I'd like to take a take a look at the smoke show. But his proposal was I think it made me tear up. And I think <laughs> that's me having feelings. I think I had some feelings. It was so sweet. And the way he included her her daughters and it just sounds like she's got a great life going for her uh i will say that if you go to her instagram mk hammer time or which i think that's like the best handle i don't know if that's her twitter or instagram whatever just it's easy to find uh you can see two pic you can see the video of the proposal and then you can also see the picture before that i'm assuming is him uh, standing next to their rental car and uh, you you can get a pretty good idea of what he looks like he looks like every like Uh-oh. ex-military looking white dude with a beard <laughs> oh i just got a total picture in my head so I'll, I'll have to see i'll go i'll go sniff around her instagram she talked about living life without guilt and that just i I just can't imagine. I know it's been four years, but just every, I don't know. It's just such a hard thing to deal with it. Not Nobody plans on dealing with. And once you have to, you're kind of forced into it. And sounds like she's uh, making her way and navigating it pretty well. She talked about Lindsay in your house. I think it's on uh, one of the shows that she's on. What's podcast that she does she host? Lady Brains, La- I believe it's called. Lady Brains. Uh, you will find me as a guest sh- soon. <laughs> Uh, Lady Brains also sounds like a series of videos I've watched uh, many times. Uh huh. You're into that. Well, is that tis the season for necro necromania? (laughs) (laughs) So Lindsay in your house is basically like the the Marie Kondoing of someone's house, and you get rid of clutter and and all that and all that good stuff, which. For me, I'm not a hoarder, but I definitely like my stuff and I like tchotchkes, and, but I get rid of stuff a lot and clutter makes me anxious. So it's a real balancing act to try and not drive myself nuts. But like I can't, I had this boyfriend once that was minimalist would be putting it mildly, but just always painted his walls white, no pictures on the walls, everything's plain. It was just like uh are you an alien like i don't understand what's going on here i'm I'm curious is lisa in someone's house when you <laughs> take the alcohol <laughs> prescription pills and vintage knickknacks from someone's house 
No, that's when you add them to the house. <laughs> and let's see, the roughing of a house is, let's see, you put meatloaf out on the counter, you put, uh, let's see, Not pizza, true. some leftovers, what else? Some girls ask <laughs> to eat for later. <laughs> Anyway, something else that Mary talked about, and I know that Allison is not like this, and she was very, she thought highly of it, where it's someone that can speak up for themselves in the moment. Mary was talking about sort of like the Me Too issues and some of the stuff that she's had to go through. And in her line of work, for sure, I'm sure she comes across a lot of that kind of uh, stuff. But much like right now, I get tongue-tied. If something like that happens, I freeze. I don't know what to do. It's like... You think, is this really happening? I don't know what's going on. And then like the next day, I'm like, the jerk store. (laughs) Yeah. The thing that I kept thinking throughout this episode was that she is such like a strong and like, like a well-balanced person. Like she, I think the reason that she can deal with such difficult things is like she's, she was raised just to be like a well-adjusted person. So she handles things the right way and there there aren't a lot of people out there like that it seems like so um, true i know i would not be doing well if i was in any of her situations but she's just better than all of us she truly is uh we should tweet her about that so that's probably also why maybe she didn't get as uh, sexually harassed because she, i mean People that harass people, they can spot weak links. They're like, oh, look at this chubby broad named Lisa. <laughs> Let's go harass her. She looks like she has zero self-esteem. If everyone at your job was sexually harassed but you, would you find that good or bad? <laughs> uh, at my job? Hmm. I think I'd be fine with it uh, if I was... Uh... If I was MK, though, I think I would also be fine with it. But yeah, like she said, at Fox, they very much have a type. And there's a, there was like a, a photo I remember seeing on Twitter a long time ago of every blonde woman newscaster. And there's like, I thought there was like five or six, but there's like fucking 25 or something. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Shout out to Courtney Friel, Allison's old ex-friend or something (laughs) i know whenever i watch which is very rare i if i ever see the morning news it's because i'm at my in-laws house and it's like it's like 1986 in the house still but so i'm sitting there watching it and it's like all these broads look like they're dressed up to go out to the club i'm like at some point do you take yourself seriously and can we like not have to have the tight ass dresses for morning news yeah it's so I mentioned Courtney Friol and Allison. They, whenever they were on Red Eye, they would always put a smoke show of a lady at the end of the uh, round table thing because <laughs> that's the where you can see the legs. And they would mention it. And so I, I don't know if that would fly nowadays, but uh, I, w- I would like to uh, see if someone could try. <laughs> you know... I think eh, it's going it's going the way of the dodo anyway. Stupid fucking news. This isn't a bunch of bullshit anyway. Do you have anything else for Monday before we move on? Uh no. Alright. Before we move on, let's talk about the group recording. February twenty eighth, twenty ninth, March first, my house, Orange, California, nine two eight six five. Hit me up if you guys want to come over. <laughs> Speaking of the recording at your house, Lisa, the next time we do one of these stupid things, Ah! it will be at your house. Holy shit. So are you going to be at my house next weekend? Next week? We could actually do it on a Thursday? Holy shit. The the quality Uh, of the sound might actually be decent. (laughs) I I don't know what the schedule over there looks like, but uh, possibly. Here we go. Already back it out. If you listen to the episode, then sure, we can do it on a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Friday morning is still pretty fun, although I can't drink, so that's not very fun. But whatever. Yeah, I can't believe it. If you don't mind me taking a nap on your pool table, then <laughs> yeah, we could we could do that. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should do like a 
show on like Saturday we can record because I can, I mean, if I'm going to, if we're going to be drinking, then I don't really need to edit it that much. We'll just leave it all in, let it all hang out. We can do it on a Saturday. Uh, my husband's gone out of town next weekend, so it's actually perfect. <laughs> Oh, God. So we can actually have fun. <laughs> Old stepdad Rafi's coming back into town. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think about the logistics of it in the future. If you're just going to come to the shed and we record on a Thursday, if we do like we could do Saturdays or whatever, even though I'd like to have the show out earlier than I've been getting out, but I've been really busy and slightly lazy. But or like, I mean, Joanna could probably join us more often. We can have like, you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> Maybe even Superfan Megan can come o- come on over. Ray Morgan. We could have a mini group record, maybe. Dr. Jen. Who else? We need to get Jason Dix down here. Actually, what we need to do is go up and visit him, you know, so I can learn how to put it on iTunes <laughs> myself. Yes, that would be very helpful if I also knew how to do that. Yeah, that would be ideal. That's like the one last thing that one last nail in the coffin of this goddamn show is to get the show out on all formats all platforms at the same time you know who i really want to join us and who i am dying to see out there on the left coast is our old pal scotty scott walter he's just out there in i don't know what part of town doing a whole lot of nothing just playing with power rangers apparently (laughs) why isn't he on the show He's out where, close to where I just was last weekend for the haunted baby shower that I went to. I think there were some fires out there, like, recently. I don't know. California's fucking burning, burning down to the ground. So, welcome. Welcome, Lil Rafi. And, yes, Scott Marquez needs to come on out a little more often. What we should do is find some place that we could go record where we kind of, like, meet up in the middle so we can have more people on. So, it's not, you know, we can't be so greedy with this show, Lil Rafi. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Oh, so when this comes out, it'll be past Halloween. It'll be past Dia de los Muertos. Do you do you uh, celebrate either of these things? Um, no. Okay. All right. Good talk. <laughs> Should we talk about Thursday then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like uh, you have a lot to say on the subject. I'd like to hear it. I mean, I was going to talk about my Halloween, but we will be talking about Halloween during the Thursday episode. So, I mean, let's just let's just push forward and get this fucking show off. We need you to pack your shit and get out and come over to California. Come out to California? I don't know. All right. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about Thursday and then we'll talk about Halloween. All right. Sure. Great. All right. We were her little cobweb cupcake sent in by who? Who was it? I, I, I couldn't really hear because the drop stepped on the first name. But I guess when you have as many carbs read as me, then it doesn't really matter. But sent in by me. I have lost count how many I have. Oh, you've lost count, have you? <laughs> hey, carbs are wherever you are. Yes. How about you uh, fucking send that spreadsheet over? <laughs> Just flowers, spread them. <laughs> God. Yeah, I think I might be up to like six now. I'm not sure. I'm definitely oh a bag God. lady by now. And I think have, next... Have you overtaken Kelly in the uh, baggage? I think so. I wow. have extra baggage now. Tell so. us something we don't know. <laughs> I uh, I think I will get mine read next week, too, with my bulletproof coffee. I have a feeling. Because Allison's all keto, and like that's not something that's been out there. You know, it'll pique her interest. Mm. I don't know. That sounds like if you if you uh, I mean, as someone who's never I've sent in like two carbs and I've never had one red. <laughs> if you told me bulletproof coffee, I'd be like, uh, keep working on that. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, is to get another one, another win. OK, <laughs> I'm like the carb wizard instead of the pinball wizard. <laughs> oh, don't remind me of that shitty I know, fucking song. I know. I know. Man, I've been catching up on <laughs> Disgraceland. Keith Moon. <whistles> Justine Fella. All right. And Brian Wilson. All of these episodes. Have you caught up on that show? If people aren't listening, you should listen to it. Oh, I'm up to date. I am not. Uh, and I will say I can't wait to talk about Dolly Parton's America. Ooh. All right. Well, we'll move on and then we'll get back to the podcast that we're all listening to and the ones that Allison is listening to and the rest of the gang. First of all, Renee and Kevin Porter were on. Renee Colbert and Kevin Porter were on. And I enjoy them both. I think I want to 
put out a what's the word when you want something? <laughs> My boobs? No, I'm just kidding. Um, what? <laughs> a petition to get Kevin T. Porter on as a recurring guest on Thursday because I I love every episode he's on. I'm like ah. This makes me laugh. This is exactly why I listen to the Thursday show. Well, not to give too much away, but if you listen to the Patreon episode, mm-hmm. it sounds like that is going to happen. Uh, I could put my boobs a- away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've been telling you that for <laughs> a long time and you just don't listen. Cover up. Uh <laughs> Get your burger on, Lisa. This, if you aren't a patron and you're listening to this stupidity, I would say uh, your your five dollars or whatever are are well spent. Uh, Kevin and Allison did like an hour forty five on a bonus episode, and they talked about everything from the Corolla days and the original Thursday group to the second iteration that we now call the Legacy group, and. There was a lot of a lot of good stuff there, so go check that out. But uh, yeah, they mentioned that he might be coming back. I'm very so often. excited! I saw that she posted the bonus, and I thought, okay, I got to savor this and listen to it soon when I have the time. But yeah, if you're not a Patreon subscriber yet, this is a good time to give it a shot and see uh, if it's uh, any good. I did miss the live stream. Were you part of the live stream last weekend? No, and I keep forgetting that it's out there for me to watch uh megan told me about it she said not a lot of people joined <laughs> i know it was a bit of a sur- <laughs> a bit of a surprise uh but uh, i was busy i'm sure everyone is just busy on the weekend and especially if she springs it on yeah. us it's gonna make for fewer people but she said it was good so well, i will good. be watching that soon i know i felt bad because i'm like i was home and i was just like i just don't feel like firing up the computer or like whatever i, I know it sounds really lame and lazy i just want to hang out with the kids and not have my headphones on and like be laughing silently to myself in the corner <laughs> but i always have such a good time when when i do the when we do the live stream because it feels like we've hung out with all the bffs but then i noticed that lauren wasn't there you weren't there i wasn't there uh laura or uh, somebody else oh becky said she couldn't make it i'm like well who's left so apparently it was allison and superfan megan which is i think uh made by design there yeah i'm sure uh I'm sure it was a great one, and I can't wait to watch. It's sad when I miss them, but, you know, you can't see them all. True. But, I mean, I really could have, and I didn't. But, you know what? (laughs) I will rewatch because it sounds like it was good, and I can't wait for the bonus episode. Okay, so they started off the show, Allison, talking about recurring dreams. And I wonder if you have any of these. Do you even have dreams? (laughs) Do I even have dreams? You say it in such (laughs) a... Such an accusatory manner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one time I had a dream that the hamburger was eating me. (laughs) But no, not really. I don't have a ton of dreams uh, that I can remember. So uh, no. But what about you, Lisa? And uh, don't forget to tell us every detail. (laughs) You know, can you tell uh, I'm almost done with my dream? <laughs> yes. You're all, let me see your rig. <laughs> like I said to you. <laughs> what the um, fuck? Nothing. What? Nothing. Um, okay. So my recurring dreams are not like super exciting except for, I and I haven't had them for a while, but it's always like I'll be in a childhood home uh, or my grandparents' house and it's always like the sun has just set. So it's kind of like twilighty. And there's never anybody anybody around, but there's like, it feels like there's like, it's haunted. It has that like kind of feel. And then my other dreams are my anxiety dreams where I'm just late to pick the kids up from school. I'm late for something. Everybody's waiting for me and I'm trying to like get out the door, get in the car, trying to go. And then like, it's getting dark and I know people are waiting for me and I can't get there. And whatever's holding me back is like nothing. But those are the uh, recurring dreams that I have. I also have, I don't guess... I think it was, I don't know if it was Kevin that said, do you have dreams about podcasting? Or someone said it and Kevin's like, nobody dreams about that. But and I don't have dreams about podcasting, which is interesting because we do this once a week that you would think it might get ingrained in a dream. But I do have dreams about the other BFFs. So that's kind of, you know, part of it, I guess. Oh, we're all familiar with oh, Okay. <laughs> 
I've only had one sex dream about one person, and I've already told you who that is. <laughs> and it was not because I'm attracted to this person. It's just it just popped in there. <laughs> yeah, I was also surprised that it was Megan's dog, Chloe. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Does her dog count as a BFF person? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? She was on the last group recording, barking the whole time, and I felt like I still feel that is another thing that haunts me. I'm like, seriously, you can just let her outside. I'm like, the show must go on. No one will hear it. It's it, fine. <laughs> it really was fine, Lisa. I well, I think I feel you know, more bad for Chloe than than the the quality of the sound. It actually adds to the show because that's really what's going on in my head: dogs barking. <laughs> Allison, when they were talking on the Patreon episode, uh, she mentioned that the first one after she got fired was the audio quality she didn't like, but I don't recall it sounding bad. So she's crazy. So are you. <laughs> well, I mean, that is true for other reasons, but I agree. There's a lot of times they spend a lot of time on like, on like, oh, did you guys hear that? I don't know if anyone's going to hear that. And it's like their sound quality is awesome. I, I never hear any of the extra stuff. I mean, I, I did hear Greg Heller fumbling with his microphone, <laughs> but that was about it. I like that that came up today, too, because Kevin apparently was fumbling with something and Daniel br- brought the hammer down on that. And then it talked about they talked about Greg and Colonel Jeff. And, you know, Colonel Jeff sounds a bit like a curmudgeon, like somebody I'm talking to. I don't know what you're referring to, but if you're not following, it's it's Colonel Jeff, uh, just Colonel Jeff Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't, what is his Instagram name? I don't know. But follow him on Instagram so you can get pictures of my favorite Mopar automobile, the Plymouth Superbird. Uh, and he's also thrown in some Dodge Daytonas in there. I'm not going to hold him accountable for... <laughs> accountable? I'm not going to hold... You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, uh, no one's uh, blaming him for mixing them up, adding them in there, spicing it up. <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. Oh my god, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> uh, how many drinks meant, did you uh, actually have? <laughs> uh, there was uh, a healthy dose of some uh, spiced rum and some peach crown mixed in there oh for a little god. zest. Oh my god. Good morning, everybody. But, yeah, I, I, the neighbors next door, I think they're having like some uh, solar panels installed. Oh. And where the alcohol is, is like right in front of a bay window. And I like, I'm, I'm pouring this drink and I turn around and I'm like, there's a man holding a solar panel, probably thinking, buddy, it's like nine in the morning. He's like, Calm down. This is what people are doing while I'm at work. Really? <laughs> he doesn't know. I'm unemployed, baby. I drink 24 seven now. <laughs> Head out west, friend. So Allison also mentioned that she had a dream about a joke that was a really horrible joke. And it made me think of a dream that I had about a joke. And I wrote it down and it says flaming globes of Sigmund. I was going to make the same (laughs) reference. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I've been asking everyone what this says. Uh, It says bologna, bologna, salami. The one I always remember is the one that's like a basketball score. It's like San Antonio 115, <laughs> someone else 110. Oh, gosh. But yeah, that joke was wow, wow. But it was funny. And you know, Kevin can make anything funny, like even just his comments and his sound effects. I feel like he needs to do every live read with Allison and just pre-record them because he makes them fun. I know when I used to listen to the Gilmore guys, their libraries were hilarious and actually i wouldn't fast forward through them same with the doughboys they're not super hilarious but they make them fun enough that i don't fast forward through it i'm just like eh, it's still them like shooting the shit and being silly and it's fun very true so they talked about the fact i don't know how tam o'shanter the restaurant came up but they talked about going last year and they want to make reservations for this next Christmas time to do, you know, like a, a nice special holiday dinner or whatever. So guess what I did right away? Uh, creepily made reservations for every night in December. <laughs> no, but I did make reservations for one night, a Saturday night. If my family's not interested in going, I think I'm leaning towards doing a BFF at Tam O'Shanter. What do you think? Uh, I thought we were family. <laughs> you guys, are, I mean, come on. Who would I rather be out there with? You guys would appreciate it more. And the chances of 
running into Allison or some other celebrities. Tony. Well, Tony goes every year. Paul F. Tompkins, apparently Matt Gorley, and also I think Jimmy Pardo, maybe? They like going. Apparently everyone likes going to this place. And it looks awesome. I actually was going to pick this place as another place to go for my birthday because I'm going to go to Musso and Frank's where, of course, Colonel Jeff is and and Sunny, the best bartender in town. So I'm going to go there for my birthday dinner. And I thought, well, we had to find somewhere else. So I thought Tam O'Shanter, but I think it's further away. So I was going to just do that on a separate situation, you know, separate night. But then when this came up, I was like, okay, I can only get reservations for four. So, you know, seating's limited, guys. <laughs> Family's limited. BFFs, you're limited. <laughs> but how fun would that be? We could like spend a whole like... We could go to Clifton's. We can go to Tam O'Shanter. We'll be wasteoids. We'll probably run into a bunch of cool people. Cool to us. <laughs> I hate Christmas music and like carols and shit. So if I'm not involved, I'll be sad because I'm not with you guys. But I won't care Listen about to hear Tam O'Shanter's. Fucking Scrooge McRuffy. This. <laughs> <laughs> I even was already looking for like a dress to wear, but the dress I found and I was thinking about asking Allison, (laughs) but it's a plaid dress. And if they're wearing plaid there, the people that work there, I wonder if that's like, "Mm, you don't want to be mistaken for the hostess. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything, Lisa. You wear what you want. Listen here, asshole. (laughs) But just keep your boobs in (laughs) under wraps. (laughs) Oh, Tisa's Liddy's need to stay indoors. Okay. And that's also when Allison was talking about planning. Oh, I think that's what it was. Planning activities far ahead gives her anxiety. Maybe this is how they got into the tent. No, I don't know. She was just saying that she gets anxiety from it. And that was actually a JMO I was going to send in. But it doesn't give me anxiety. For me, it's excitement. Like I usually every year have the Twin Peaks Festival to go to. So I always am starting to plan that starting as soon as the one is over i'm already saving money for it i'm already planning everything i'm gonna wear like what i'm gonna get signed for autographs like everything it's exciting for me to do that kind of stuff but for me when i plan things in advance i think what if i'm jinxing myself into an early grave i don't know what you're referring to (laughs) like what if you say like like sometimes i'll hear people say oh i'll see you next wednesday i'm like ooh, what if they die before they make it to next wednesday like, what if you just put it out in the universe like, mm, you're not actually going to be there next Wednesday? So what I did like 10 minutes ago saying how the next one of these will be live <laughs> yes. at your house. You're like, hopefully not. Fingers crossed. Well, you are moving to California, quote unquote, hell. So I guess that means <laughs> it's Dante's Inferno here right now. It's actually I'm freezing my ass off right now because it's, of course, you know, 50 <laughs> but the the difference here is is it's getting to it's going to be like 84 today and the low was like 45 or something so that drastic of uh of a change is like my hands are like frozen right now and then i'm gonna be fucking hot later i'm gonna have to have the heater on and the air conditioner all in the same day it's gonna be 84 there today yes it's cooler than it's been because it's been like 92 ish oops all night I was working out in like 18 degree weather and now it's like probably a balmy 46 or so. So our high is your low. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Your high is always our low. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you going to do with all of your neon clothing? <laughs> do you have to leave it all at home? Oh, Lisa, you know I only wear two colors, blue and black. Neon blue. Much they like how black? your face oh, is going to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, so then that kind of also led to Tony's cryptic tweet, which I thought was really funny that they talk about something like that on the show because it's like, hey, let me read this like tweet that makes zero sense to me and let's see if we can figure it out (laughs) let's decipher it and so i went on to find it and of course i i liked did i like the tweet i at least liked tony's response because he's like i have zero clue what this any of this means but at meta off dead (laughs) you are (laughs) just kidding (laughs) oh my god why don't we come like what's a real hokey comedian (laughs) that's not funny (laughs) 
Jeff Foxworthy. Ooh, yes. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. The other people from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. All right, I get it. <laughs> Anyone who is in Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, Kenny Banya. Ah! <laughs> This is gold, Jerry. Gold. Okay. And then also Daniel's uh, problematic mail that he's opening that sounds like... It sounds like it's going to be anthrax or a bomb or... I mean, he should just have Uncle Leo open it. (laughs) Open the package, Leo. I'm surprised he didn't put on gloves and dig deeper because I want to know what's in that uh, plastic thing. And also, why the fuck is he opening strange mail? You have children now, sir. <laughs> True. Like, what the hell? I Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand any of and it. And ha- how suspicious does the package have to be before they alert the authorities? He's just like, hey, give it to me. I'll check it out. <laughs> right. I have nothing to live for. Oh, wait. Actually, you kind of do. Yeah, that was kind of horrifying, actually. All right, speaking of horrifying, let's talk about Halloween. Let's talk about Day of the Dead. I've had one Day of the Dead party. I'm not going to be having one this year. I totally should because it's, what, on Saturday? And it's super fun. I like the decorations. Uh, it's, it's great. Halloween's awesome. It's uh, next year. It's going to be on Friday. And I'm planning on having a party because I always want to have a Halloween party. I love Halloween. I like dressing up and I never do and I really want to do like something big next year but maybe I'll be dead because I just jinxed myself you know whenever I think of the day of the dead uh, I don't think of the movie Coco I think of the movie Spectre and if I can show up to your house with a machine gun in my suit I will absolutely do that all right so you're day of the day put it on your calendar next year my house halloween party although a halloween party on a friday that's kind of crappy maybe i have to wait until from two years when it's on saturday (laughs) why is that crappy a friday i mean i guess that's okay yeah see i think your attitude is crappy (laughs) lisa (laughs) so my (laughs) you're not you're not doing like MK Hammer Time would do and make the best of the situation. God damn it, you're right. <sighs> WWMKD. Got it. All right. Um, my kids are 13 and 14. They both still dressed up. My son didn't know what to be. He He's being 14. There's a transition of like, I'm not a kid anymore, but I still want candy. <laughs> and But you still kind of want it. You're, it's like that transition of like being a growing up and still wanting to be you're kind of like torn in between two worlds and i know he wanted to dress up but he couldn't think of anything it's like well then maybe you just pass out candy or gracie comes with us every year she has since she's been born so the year that she doesn't come is gonna be very strange but i said why don't you just walk gracie around because that's kind of you know that's what they look forward to is hanging out with her and then I came up with something like two days before Halloween. I actually had a costume that I got for my husband a couple of years ago that he never wore. And my son is now as tall as my husband. So it worked out perfectly that he was a skeleton. And my daughter was a flight attendant and she carried my luggage. She had like rolling luggage. So she put her candy in that, which was kind of awesome. But it was... And little Gracie was uh, Princess Jasmine. It was a lot of fun. I'll be posting pictures on Instagram. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry because I post pictures once every six months. But anyway, I feel bad for for kids. And when was the last time that you trick-or-treated? Never. Okay. I mean... So you're a J-Dub? It's been... uh, I think we probably trick-or-treated three times, maybe. You're making me sad for your life every time we talk. (laughs) and you're going trick-or-treating next year and we're having a party you're gonna start living my friend why would i go trick-or-treating i why wouldn't you don't do you not like candy oh you don't have a sweet tooth well we can go to like an adult one where I they can... give out alcohol or something we can make i it can buy my own candy it's not about that it's about dressing up and the only dressing up i do now is in your well neon. you saw the As picture a colorado kid <laughs> Oh, I did see the picture. Sorry about not editing that out last week. I I, I, I got my signals crossed on that one. <laughs> on two things. Uh, um, huh. But also, I think, I don't, I think like one and a half people heard you talking at the end on last week's episode because I did put it deep, deep at the end. And 
I thought it was like, per- actually, maybe you should do an intro for this show in that voice because it wasn't too dark. It was like scary. I'm like, ooh, he's got the voice for like a scary podcast. <laughs> uh, that was just my normal voice, Lisa, except I was talking quietly. Uh, <laughs> well, like that I was said, not my spooky voice. Get your machete out. Well, I like the idea. Well, also, they talked about... In, there's a city in Virginia. I looked into it a little bit more. Actually, I listened to Childish, so I, I heard a little bit more about it. But that kids that are older than 13 caught trick-or-treating, caught trick-or-treating, are fined or jailed. And I thought, holy shit. I'm like, when they when she mentioned it on this episode that there was some place that had that, I was like, okay, what country is this? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this country? <laughs> Excuse me? That's so sad. And you know what? Every year, there's some asshole that tells my kids, aren't you a little too old to be trick-or-treating? And I have many issues with this. Whether, like, you can feel that all you want, but saying it, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? This year we had one, and as we were leaving the house, I was like, okay, she goes on the egging the house list (laughs) because fuck right (laughs) off. Why do you want to steal someone's childhood from them? Because teenagers can't have candy. They're not allowed. You're just, we want the young kids to get diabetes. I, I don't get it. Like, why would you want to rob somebody of their joy, possibly their last time of trick-or-treating? I mean, come on. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, we've had kids show up to our house that are really old, not in a costume, with a grocery bag. And I'm like, so your mom just didn't make dinner tonight? Like, I feel bad. Like, do you want some food? <laughs> Are they just trying to scam it? But who fucking cares? It's candy and it's trick-or-treating and it's Halloween. Give it up. By the way, I, I gave out last year's Halloween candy because I still had some left over. <laughs> wow. So anybody come on over and trick-or-treat in my house. I will not complain. I left it out on the, on the porch su- last night. I'm like, somebody come get the rest of this shit. I don't want to have to save it for next year. <laughs> I'm surprised people don't stay away from your house. I like They're, they're like, that's the house that... Where uh, you hear strange things from the shed. <laughs> well, you know what's cool about giving out crappy candy and Halloween is that it's dark. They don't know where the, where the it came from. The only thing oh, that they that's... do know is the people that give out the full-size candy bars, like my next-door neighbor, Danny, he, since we've lived here, they're super religious people. And since we've lived here, they've never passed out candy. Their light's always off. And I respect it. We don't go over there. Yesterday, our neighbors came to our house to bring us some special treats, and they're like, go next door. Danny's giving out full-size candy bars. I'm like, whoa, 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 what? (laughs) He never celebrates Halloween, and he's giving out full-size? All right. And then he offered some to us. We're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll take a Kit Kat. (laughs) A Kit Kat, huh? Interesting choice. Well, I like Kit Kats. And we had, I don't know, we have a bunch of other, he was giving out good stuff, peanut M&M's, some uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, all that stuff. But I'm a Kit Kat. I could go for a Kit Kat. <laughs> you know, I myself uh, probably would have picked a Twix. I... It's the only one with the cookie crunch. <laughs> you know, if he had Twix, <laughs> that's the problem. They all have chocolate in the commercial. <laughs> oh, my God. You're supposed to finish that with the crazy old man. The... <laughs> There's one lady in that in that episode that I a- absolutely hate. There's, there's candy in here or whatever. She's like going ape shit over it. Okay. I like how her mouth is full. Yeah. They got candy. Candy. <laughs> oh, are there any episodes of Seinfeld that you can't watch? Um, because I have one, and I, actually, I have. There, yeah, there's just one. But the problem is it's such a great episode, but it's also one of the most annoying episodes all in one. So it's like, oh, I just have to fast forward through the parts that are annoying because the rest of it's pretty good. I don't like episodes that have the original parents. So before Jerry's dad was Jerry's dad and before if they play the version of that episode, the handicap spot where George's dad is that older dude, it throws me off a little, but. No, I even if it's not the best episode, I can still watch it and enjoy it because there are it's so densely packed with jokes that there's something to love. Okay, that is true. That being said, this episode, I will still watch it because it is so dense with good, good, sweet gold. But it's the one where Jerry gets tricked into watching that dog and Ah. fucking Farfel barking. I can't. 
that episode, if it wasn't for the rest of it being so awesome, I would just never watch it ever again because of it. Yeah, it that one is one of the not so great ones, but it there are a lot of good moments in it. Yeah, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I never see this. I never need to see this episode again. It's so fucking annoying. But then I'll watch it. And I'm like, but so many classic jokes come out. Of this. this is such a great episode. On the other on the other hand, but anyway, oh, is this the Seinfeld podcast again? <laughs> You'd have to I'm be sure Scott Marquez is enjoying this. You'd have to be a real big loser to start a Seinfeld podcast. I mean, <laughs> come on. Amen, brother. Uh, so I do like the fact that Elliot is dressing up as the hungry, hungry cat, the, the hungry caterpillar. I almost said hungry, hungry, like hippo. No, the hungry caterpillar. The very hungry caterpillar, I think is what it is. And I loved, I grew up re- having that book read to me. I read that book to my kids. I, at a certain point, I thought I was going to have more than two kids. And I was like, the next time I I get pregnant and I have a baby shower, it's going to be themed The Very Hungry Caterpillar. It's going to be all the food from the book. And that ship has sailed. But someone else, please use that because I think it's fun. That being said, if Allison and Daniel were going to dress up to match Elliot, but then they weren't going to have Owen dress up to match the family. (laughs) It's like, um... Now it's lost. He could have been the salami. That would have been perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a hunk of cheese. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mr. Fucking horrible childhood over here. So, and then Daniel was talking about the Haunted Mansion, which I love the Haunted Mansion. I think I follow them on Instagram because they've been doing a lot of, they're redoing something. I don't know. Or it was the 50th anniversary. That's what it is. And they redo it to be Nightmare Before Christmas, which, eh. And then they start talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean and the fact that Johnny Depp, the Johnny Johnny Depp character is at the end instead of just a regular old pirate. And little known fact Johnny Depp sometimes is actually standing there because he's fucking nuts. <laughs> and he hangs out at Disneyland a lot at Club 33. Well, they mentioned, uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, Kevin mentioned, his name is Kevin, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, he mentioned that, uh, you know what? Forget it. I was just going to talk <laughs> about how he drinks wine all day so I could make fun of you. But don't we get hey! enough of that on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been drinking a lot of wine lately. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what the Trader Joe's cashiers tell me. (laughs) This last time, my husband's become a real wino again. And he drinks Chardonnay like a real basic bitch. And so my cart was full of Chardonnay. And this guy that works there like stopped me. Oh, you like Chardonnay, huh? I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And he's like, oh, this one's really good. And he looks at my cart. and He's like, oh, looks like you already got it. He's like, it's so good. It's got blah, blah, whatever. It's buttery. It's oaky and i'm like oh all this stuff that makes me fucking want to barf when i drink chardonnay i'm like oh thanks and he's just like okay like batted his eyes at me i'm like okay i've got my wedding ring on just chill out (laughs) this is for my husband okay i'm actually looking in the whiskey section as you're talking to me (laughs) okay anyway yeah johnny depp's really problematic i didn't realize he had all of this uh i I didn't know he's one of the me too's (laughs) i guess who isn't so they (laughs) then they started talking at a certain point, they talked about what podcasts people are listening to, and they started with Dr. Death, which I have never heard of. Is that your name? <laughs> uh, we already <laughs> know about Dr. Kavorki Jen. I can't wait for the season about her, but... Uh, her new na- her new nickname is Dr. Zen, by the way. I meant to say that during, <laughs> during shoutouts. Uh, why is she Dr. Zen? I guess you'll have to go on the Facebook uh, group and weed through some some comments. Speaking of the Facebook group, a lot of people have been, I think it's been mostly Leanne or uh, a couple of people have been starting conversations about each show. And it's something I planned on doing. And maybe they're just, you know, starting conversations because they had something they wanted to talk about. But I've thought every week, maybe we, I throw out, you know, hey, what did everybody think about Monday show? And then I'll have content <laughs> uh, anyway what are you li- <laughs> what are you listening to little Robbie? <laughs> well dr death Sorry. can suck my dick from oh. the back <laughs> the but is that a bad thing i just need to know <laughs> it's because i don't have a dick so I don't it's know. it's not a bad thing it's just slightly <laughs> more humiliating uh <laughs> what uh what is the For other who? Oh, Dr. John. Is that what it was called? Dr. John or some shit? That one was terrible. 
uh, I don't give a fuck about that one or whatever it was. Dirty John, Dirty John. Oh, I wanted to listen to that and that's not good or watch uh, it or whatever it is. People love it. I thought it was pretty mediocre. But you know what is not mediocre? Actually, before I get to that, I've been listening to a podcast called Hitman about a book written by a mysterious person and it's a manual, like a guide on how to be a professional hitman and some people used it to commit murders some of them they've got away with it some of them got caught and i'm enjoying that one quite a bit but what i really want to talk about is dolly parton's america aside from a couple of production things that bugged me this is a great podcast because there are nine episodes and so far three of them are out where they just interview Dolly Parton about her life. Holy shit! Why are you not listening to this, Lisa? Doctor J. I don't know Jen? because you you texted me. You're like, uh, so this uh, so this podcast is out, and I was like, oh hell yes! And then I proceeded to not subscribe to it yet. <laughs> oh, and when they said Dolly's America, I thought exactly what. Tony and Kevin thought, or so I don't know, two of them, like Salvador Dolly's America. Because I'm like, why would they be talking about Dolly Part? Like, what do they care? Like, this is up my fucking alley. <laughs> I recommend this podcast to anyone who cares about country music, but we know you don't, Lisa. You don't even know who Chester Atkins is. <laughs> hey, I've read Dolly's book. I'm a huge fan. She's amazing. If I could be anybody in another life, it would be her. I mean, she, I mean, she won with that whole Porter Wagner situation. God love her because she is the best. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta start listening. I can't believe I haven't yet. And she is so, she's so likable, obviously, but she's like so funny and self-deprecating at the same time. But she's just, she. She's just charming and adorable, and uh, I get why she is. You know what? You know how people are all about Betty White. No offense to Betty. I would. I'll. I don't care if she drops dead today because we still have Dolly, baby. <laughs> Betty's definitely no Dolly. Dolly's amazing. She's been amazing since she was born. She's just. Like you said, she was just born to be a star. She was born to be something awesome, and uh, she's an amazing person. You know, I, I w- think the BFFs need to go out to Dollywood or go see her play. Or both. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, one last thing about this, because uh, we've talked about it for far too long. Just because I want to mention Feliz Navipod and Sarah Watkins. When Sarah Watkins was on Feliz Navipod... Uh, Tony mentioned a long time, uh, not a long time ago, but some years back, someone slowed down Jolene like by 50% or something like that. And it sounds like a dude is singing it. Whoa. And so they played a clip of it. And Sarah Watkins said something that I was noticing as they played it is her singing is so amazing that she does like these like, bends the notes that she's singing but it doesn't yes. sound like wobbly it's like a fucking machine she is amazing i totally agree the baby shower that i was at the mom to be is in love with dolly parton as well and she was playing some of the songs and it was like i couldn't even listen to the conversations that i was having so i was like god damn it her voice is amazing i fucking love dolly parton she's great Let's head out to Possum Holler and go see her sing. Well, I'm glad you actually have some good taste in this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. How and I've already you. used Jolene for uh, a song at least once or twice. Nine to five, of course. But but if you really want to... I mean, hearing her and Porter Wagner sing together are my favorite. They're just... I mean... He episode... even, I don't even like listening to him by himself. But like the two of them together magic episode three is all about that relationship lisa check it out i gotta dig in i also need one of his nudie suits god damn it (laughs) he's an ugly man but he dresses fine (laughs) okay so have you ever gone out of your way to tell someone who creates something that you hate what they made and would you do that and what do you think about people that do 
I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I would ever do that. Unless I met the sons of bitches who started that idiot Friends show, then <laughs> I'd give them a piece of my mind. But uh, no, you I know, mean, Friends who... is not that bad. Come on. No, the... it's not. But it's not great. Every time I rewatch it, I'm like, Jesus, like I, I watched these. It's no Seinfeld. Uh, well, I mean, duh. <laughs> but but... you rewatch it too. Like they copied so many th- like things from Seinfeld. Like, hey, they did that already on Seinfeld. What are they doing? They're just totally ripping it off and rewatching Not... it. It's a, it's a little tough. It's a little tough. Not only do they copy Seinfeld quite a bit, they stole their whole fucking premise from uh, that Queen Latifah show, Living Single. Is that what it was called? Oh, yes. I loved that So show. Uh, fuck those guys and shout out to Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's listening. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand the mentality behind people that do these things. It's the same person that tells a kid that they're too old to trick or treat. It's like... What are you expecting to get out of this? The person that did it to Daniel, really shitty because they're your friend. I sounds like maybe like they're not your friend because that's just, I don't know. That's such a vulnerable thing to, first of all, if you're doing something that you're creating, you're doing it because you love it. And then to put it out there, it's vulnerable. It's like you're naked and someone's like, oh, <laughs> nice spare tire, <laughs> nice googly tits. Like what it's going on. <laughs> like that's. You're putting yourself out there for someone to do that is just very shitty. And I don't like these people. <laughs> yeah, this so-called friend of Daniel's, that guy's just an asshole. Yeah. And I would, I I don't know. I don't know what his relationship is with this guy. But if he thought he was a friend and he told him that, <laughs> that would, uh, that'd probably end the friendship if it were me. But uh, he should have looked at his, his kid and gone, oh, is that the best you got? <laughs> is that the best you could do? <laughs> talking big from someone that's like okay maybe i'll just burn all the copies (laughs) speaking of that uh scott marquez i think has the copy of that exact comic that will be in my i was gonna say meaty paws soon (laughs) my man my man hands soon who was it ray morgan that won the spider-man one though i think so but i think that's the one oh but no but scott scott has the syndrome He doesn't have oh. the Spider-Man one. Oh, never mind then. Anyway, we'll be seeing Scott Marquez soon. I'll get whatever it is soon. Because <laughs> we'll do this book club at some point. Should we talk about JMOs? There were three of them. Uh, I was going to say no, but okay. sure. You know what? I don't even really want to. I just want to shout out two friends of the show, Damian Cordova and Ray Morgan. They both had JMOs read. Damian, you're an insane person for eating paper. And Aesop, Rafi... I think we could shut this shit down. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. So the next time everybody hears us, we might be in the same room together, which might mean zero to you guys, but it's kind of amazing. I can't believe you're moving. Oh, also, I might have to postpone a week if I win tickets to this secret Hyam show. Um, uh, but yeah. You'll phone yeah. in a show from that show because you're dedicated to this show, Rafi. Barely. <laughs> all right bffs you're the best little rafi's gonna be a californian the next time you hear his voice oh i forgot to say where can you find you know where to find us it's fine listen to another episode <laughs> right sure all right um bye It's a lesson too late for the learning Made of sand, made of sand In the wake of an eye, my soul is turning In your hand, in your hand Are you going away with no word of farewell? Well, there'll be not a trace left behind Subways rumbling underground, underground. Are you going away?
better Didn't mean to be unkind You know that was the last thing on my mind I've got reason plenty for going This I know, this I know The weeds have been steadily growing Please don't go, please don't go Are you going away with the word of farewell? Well, there'll be not a trace left behind I could have loved you better, didn't need to be unkind You know that was the last thing on my mind Unkind. You know that was the last thing on the mind. You know that was the last thing on. 